Hey everybody, it's Megan. Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that there are more ways now than ever to support No Lies Detected. Beyond subscribing and sharing it with your friends, we just moved over to Anchor. So you can go to anchor.fm forward slash no lies detected and click the support this podcast button and you can donate to us monthly. We super appreciate you and I hope you enjoy the episode. You know how when you're about to tell it's a your, story... It's the tone in your voice. Bitch, it's called theater. I mean, I'm turning it on, but if you want to get some water, I would take some water. Let me get some water. Let Michelle get some water. Um, Michelle is so excited that I'm here. This is, this is, she gets all, she gets all of her social interaction out. This is like social interaction for us. It's therapy for us. And then we go our separate ways for a few weeks, but still send each other voice notes every single day because we are in a relationship and, uh, you're so welcome for that. Listen, this is no lies detected. The podcast where we talk about the truths you need to know and the lies that we tell ourselves. I'm Megan Tonjes. That's Michelle Moore. <laughs> I'm Michelle Moore. <laughs> just coming back with a water. Just parched. Living her life. Beautiful. Uh, how you feeling, Michelle? I feel... How you doing? like diamonds diamonds <laughs> you feel like diamonds, feel like diamonds. you feel like Stopping. actual diamonds or like you're covered in diamonds i don't know what it feels like honey <laughs> listen the more she calls me honey the more the higher i know she is <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is when you whenever you refer to anyone as honey i'm like it's not gonna go well for you <laughs> if she's referring to you as that it's bad fucking news Oh, I don't even know these things about myself. I love it, honey. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. What email should I click on? We have quite a few. Oh, this one's long. Um, do I want? Oh, I just saw so many things that I'm like, I don't know. You don't want none of that. Uh, maybe we'll come back to that one. That's a lot. Okay. Which one do you want? Do you want... This gay needs to get it together. I don't know how to help my mother. Choosing my sister-in-law over my brother? It seems like you already know which one you want. This gay needs to get it together. I don't oh know no, how to we help don't my want mother. That or choosing my sister-in-law over my wait, brother. Wait, 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 wait. What's this gay needs this to get gay it together? needs to get it together. That's his answer. <laughs> right there. Well, I guess we're clicking into that one. No, okay. no. You chose. You chose. No, I, what I was saying. Oh, you got to be careful with your words. No, what I was saying was he already answered his own question. We don't well, need to. Well, you know to. what? And it's all in one big paragraph, too. So I'm going to read it to you. Oh, God. Hi, ladies. I love the podcast. I would love to see if you can guess my sign while reading this. First no, of we all, ain't playing that game. You <laughs> ain't get paying me money to do this. I'll say it at the end. First of all, I bet this is a fucking Leo. <laughs> This is some kind of fire sign. My name is Blaine, and I live in Mississippi with my parents. Mom is a Gemini. Dad is a Sagittarius. 
my parents i don't care about your parents my parents and i <laughs> i shouldn't say that <laughs> my parents why uh, you don't i don't my parents and i never prayed never went to church never talked about religion and they always said they would love me no matter what i'm the oldest child and definitely the favorite so i'm sure you can imagine how completely shocked i was when i was met with rage homophobia and quotes from the bible when i came out to them at 16 I was told that if I ever pursued this way of life, that I would be kicked out of the house and never acknowledged again. We haven't talked about my sexuality Damn, since. your parents are trash. Parents went quick from, we don't go to church to listen, sinner. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, I'm glad I don't care about your parents. That's like Either your parents are out people. of their fucking minds or you weren't paying attention <laughs> for they 16 are. years because they were saying some kind of biblical shit over something they were they don't just turn into that there's, so there's a lost. bible somewhere in that fucking house lost so i'm sure you can imagine how completely okay blah 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 i was told if i ever pursued okay i'm almost 29 or 20 now lies i'm almost 20 now i'm the only single person in my friend group oh girl this is oh, i'm you guys gotta stop paying here's before we go on further into the question i need to pause i need to tell you all that you all need to stop hyper focusing on i'm the only single one in my oh, group what please. the fuck does that mean please. who gives a shit that you didn't happen to meet the person at the same time that all these other fucking sheep met their people that they're not even gonna be within six fucking months right. because there is something that they don't even want right. with someone they barely know would you rather i don't know be doing anything else instead of dating someone that you don't really fucking like just so other people know you're a relationship it's not hard to be in a relationship it's not hard to date someone but it's hard to find someone that you actually like enough to keep dating that's right so if the reality i i was just talking about this i feel like on instagram where i feel like a lot of people my age are like even younger we get questions that are like i just like i'm, I'm like 22 and i'm single i've never had a boyfriend and like what am i doing and it's like it's not hard if i wanted a boyfriend right now i could literally snap my fingers and get a boyfriend that's mm -hmm. not fucking hard and go on a dating app i could play the fucking game i could do whatever but it's not going to be someone that i give a fuck about because just grabbing dick off the street and saying you're mine now is not hard yeah and i'm coming from a 13 year marriage so i just don't I don't understand this need and necessity of desperation of being because I'm really love and being single right now. So <laughs> enjoy it. I listen. Y'all, y'all have time in your life. Oh, my God. To be in amazing. relationships. I love being single. And uh, if you don't have time, because not time is not guaranteed to all of us as as in length anyway. Mm. Uh, it don't it won't matter because you'll be dead. So. Wow. Just. <laughs> Enjoy your life. Just I'm enjoy your, <laughs> just enjoy your life the way it is. This kind of like I need to be doing Who the this by fuck this. Needs to have like the person they're with by twenty. What are you doing, you all? Stop, mm -mm. stop it. I'm almost 20 now. I'm uh, almost 20. I'm the only single person in my friend group, and I want to start dating because I'm lonely on an intimate level. I have a job to get me gas money and some personal income. I work at an escape room. It's awesome. But my parents are helping me pay for college and are providing me with the things I need to live, so I don't want to get kicked out. Okay, now I see the dilemma. I can't start dating until I'm away from my family and can support myself, but I have no idea what I want to do for a living. My parents keep pressuring me to make a decision, and I'm afraid that they won't continue to support me if I don't make a decision before school ends. A decision of what? Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they want. I'm finishing my second and final year of community college. I'm not asking, well, what are you going to school for? I mean, it just sounds like you just need to get a j look for whatever it is. I mean, you have to have some kind of major, I imagine, unless you're just getting prereqs to go to a school after that. So maybe your parent details. 
I'm not asking for you to tell me what my career should be. Well, we wouldn't be able to because I don't even know what my career is going to be. But I'm asking for any advice you could give me regarding any of my problems. I was born on the Aries Taurus cusp, more on the Taurus side. So I'm really having a hard time making can decisions. I, can I just say something? You can. And I, and I knew I, I, I didn't know you were going to read it. Sorry. I didn't did you think Aries? No, I Taurus. thought Taurus. You thought Taurus? I did. I really, really did. Yeah. And I was waiting to the end. But sorry, I guess I, it doesn't I, matter now. Sorry, I ruined it. No, that's all right. I wouldn't have said. I wouldn't have thought Aries. I would, uh, but Taurus. Taurus. But I don't think. Can I just say something though? I, I want to tell you guys something. Um, tell. Them. I'm not an astrologer. Oh no, neither of us are. Yeah, I read energy. Yeah. I knew he was a Taurus from his energy, not from what he said. Yeah. Not from the the, the his behavior. Yeah. That's not how I recognize if you're. Yeah. I can recognize the behavior as similar similar traits of other other uh, Taurus signs or whatever, mm-hmm. but that my intuition told me he was a Taurus. Yeah. So um, so for me, it's more of a clairvoyance than a than a a, a breaking down of his habits. There you go. So uh, they know. said, I'm sure you can imagine how hard it was for this Torian to actually ask one for advice, but this lack mm-hmm. of stability, love, and control is really making me miserable. Anyway, mm. I love you guys, and I hope many great things come your way. Thanks. Mm. Oh, a little baby. Um, you're going to be okay. Um, this is the thing. Yeah. You, you have to just live in this space. The, you know, 20 is hard. 19, 20, 21. That whole age group is hard because you're transitioning from being a child. Mm. So you're you're so Ooh. new to like... Just trying to figure out how to yeah. establish yourself as an adult. Yeah. Oh, I fought with my mom so much. Yeah, in it's my really, early really 20s. difficult. And uh, this is a rite of passage, so it's going to be mm. difficult. So I, I can't tell you how to fix it. There's no way to fix it. It's a rite of passage. You Everybody has to go through it. Mm-hmm. We all had to deal with that weirdness between like 19 and for me 19 and 30 (laughs) (laughs) i would classify as 19 to 30 i was just wasn't trying to scare them away Um, i mean but pretty much yeah 20 22 to 28 is gonna go by really quick (laughs) i promise i promise so just this is why (laughs) your youth is for uh struggle the <laughs> 20s your 20s are for just being absolutely messy confusion just <laughs> go ahead take to the streets let the streets talk about you <laughs> had just no inhibitions just do what the fuck you want to do listen it's who gives a fuck about what your parents know or don't know if you want to go date someone or you want to go make friends with someone you go to work and all this other shit do you have a car guess what go on a date don't you don't tell them anything listen we got people writing and telling them they fucking in the basement well, where we, they work. you can fuck in the basement of a hotel you certainly can fuck in some a car <laughs> in someone else's home or just i don't know get to a pl- you're already stressed about things you haven't even held anyone's goddamn hand yet yeah, yeah. so let's you know bring yeah. it back yeah, just baby listen be a bit messy. Yeah. I mean, be safe with it, but just be, be a little messy. Be a little messy. Yeah. You. Oh, I, I just stay extra for my job. No, I was fucking someone in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, just come on. Your, we listen, all do it. your parents, they did it too. <laughs> so. 
I mean, don't get caught, but um, <laughs> or get caught, <laughs> or get caught. Um, listen, yeah, I, I think that yeah, you're just in that weird stage right now when it's like you know you're gonna have to leave home and you know that these people are yeah have to go through their own shit and it's gonna have nothing to do with you and it's a scary time because you're like how much of myself can I hide to stay comfortable, but you're unhappy, so it the shift is starting to happen, so save your money, keep your eye out for people that look cute that you want to have some kind of intimacy with. And, you know, your parent, what your parents don't know, your parents don't fucking know. Let That's them read it. their Bible and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Write them, a, write them a long seven page letter when, when you have your own place. But all the dick you suck and all that shit. <laughs> you should keep a detailed journal of the time and the place of every dick you suck. And <laughs> you'll get through this. It will go by quick, I promise. Prom- I mean, for. Will all various reasons it's, i'm sorry that your parents are like that and yeah. um you're gonna have a much better life you will you definitely will beyond them and without them mm-hmm. to be You'll fair we'll create your own family life so let them uh let them realize what they're losing by being pieces of shit <laughs> okay we have another email this is alone and confused this is so fucking long no Okay, you don't want that Can one? Can we just make a rule? Like, if it's, like, longer than, like, four paragraphs. These are so... They're all more than four paragraphs. Like, that's too much, You just y'all. gotta dig into the story. What the heck is that? Wait, turn the... Let me see the laptop. Oh, hell no. I'm <laughs> Bitch. Y'all are crazy. Y'all crazy with that. That's too much. Some of this is in caps. Guys. I saw something about Trump supporters. Guys. Guys. Stop sending us these long novels. Hi, Megan and Michelle. Oh my God. <laughs> I need your wonderful sage advice, and I probably need you to tell me about myself. You all need to start sending us money. <laughs> this is, uh, this this is what this I'm saying. This is too much. We're going to figure it out, so uh, you can just Venmo Listen, us. When the, when the rules start to change, y'all going to be so upset. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be like one paragraph. Y'all with five sentences. We charge per line. <laughs> Goodness. You're all going to get really good at getting real succinct. <laughs> okay, I'm a 22-year-old woman and a Gemini. Leo Moon, Taurus Rising, if oh, you drag me fully. I can tell you what I already know from a Gemini with a Leo Moon and a Taurus Rising. This person talks a whole you lot. You talk a lot. A lot. You like think to you know everything think you know everything mm-hmm. and you love to stay in some shit that doesn't serve you so mm-hmm. this is about to be a fucking great email mm-hmm. i've been struggling lately with feeling really lonely and alone i'm married well <laughs> if this, if this isn't a fucking primer for marriage 22? i 22 married lonely my husband is great he's my best friend buddies in the military and works super long hours lately he's been working from 6 30 a.m to 5 p.m. and gets deployed for six to seven months at a time. So we spend a lot of time apart. This is already so much struggle for a fucking relationship when you're 22. This is already like a we had to get married because of this situation. And I went from right from my parents into this relationship. And now I'm alone all day. Mm -hmm. Outside of him, I have a few really great friends, but most of them live back in our home state. So I don't see them often, maybe once a year. I have two friends here, a married couple, lesbian couple, who up until recently have been my absolute best friends. We did everything together. Oh, no, here it comes. <laughs> this is the buildup. That's at Leo. They've been like my family, especially when my husband is deployed. 
but about six months ago, mm-hmm. there's a lot of six to seven months. And I'm like, how long have you been in this shit? 22 years old. But about six months ago, there was this weird shift in our relationship. The friend I'm closer with, B, had been trying to get pregnant for about three years. She has infertility issues. And since um, uh, this person went to explain to me why they would have to use IVF, since they're lesbians and have to use sperm donors, it adds a whole other layer of problems. She finally got pregnant last December through IVF and had an adorable baby girl in September. I love kids and I want them later in life and have been super supportive of them through the whole process. But I feel like I'm being slowly pushed and replaced by her mommy friends. I relate to that, but also at first I kind of just let it go because she was pregnant and hormonal and her wife was deployed. So I just thought maybe she was really stressed and things would go back to normal once her wife was back home and the baby was born. Nothing goes back to normal. Nothing when you have goes back. Everything changes. Everything changes. I don't even have you. a kid. Yeah. She's and this is something she's been trying to do for three years before you even came along. Right. This was you in the plans. You don't before. have your own life and that's why that's okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just jump in. Um, okay. Uh, surprise, surprise, I have it. I know that I'm young and I could just be taking it too personally. Mm-hmm. You are, but it feels more nuanced than that. It's not like they've just, it's not like they've just been spending time with other parents more often because I get that. They'll literally make plans to do something with me, but when the time comes, they totally ghost me and go do it with their parent friends. Well, that's just fucking rudeness. If someone, if someone actually planned to do something with you, and then day of, they didn't text you. Why are you not texting them to figure out what time it's happening? She's a Gemini. It's a Gemini. Is she sure that that's what's happening? <laughs> you can't see it, but I just pointed my mic at Michelle. <laughs> 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 say it. Say it. Gemini likes to create things in their head. That's this not person, actually this happening. This person's out here just like, I had a baby and I'm just trying to get these other moms to help me. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right. the part that every single me, time they plan something just with her only, they <laughs> on, that doesn't even Oh, this is a job, I think. Yes. I'm realizing this. <laughs> the part that hurts me the most is the fact that the main couple they do this with are literally terrible people. Mm-hmm. I'm not Why do you want to be friends with any of these fucking people then if they're friends with terrible people and they don't and they invite you out but then they don't show up. Cuz she doesn't have up. any friends. Exactly. I'm not exaggerating because I'm I'm hurt. They're genuinely awful people. My friends frequently complain to me about the way they treat their animals, crate them all day while they're at work. So they're sitting in their own feces and pee for hours, leave them outside for way too long, regardless of whether don't train them properly, et cetera. And the way they raise their children, they use physical. Wait, 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 wait. A lot of information about these people. Listening to a lot of information about y'all people that are friends y'all with them. Y'all need your own business to tend to. <laughs> I am tired of you all breaking down other people and their life choices. It's just ridiculous. It's 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 all this I, energy on people that you don't even like. Yeah. You don't even You're like getting these stories from people that are friends with them that are talking shit about them, which says a lot. You know what the greatest thing is? Can I tell you what the greatest thing is? Let me tell you what the greatest thing is, Michelle. What's that? The greatest thing is when you get to an age where you realize, oh, if I don't like someone, I don't have to hang out with them. Right. I don't have to talk about them. I can't tell you. There's no point in my day where I'm talking shit about a friend of mine because I don't have friends to talk shit about. Right. I don't. I don't. I'm not talking shit about anybody. There's nothing I have to say that I wouldn't say in front of any of my friends' faces because... They're not doing anything bad enough that I would be like, I don't know what the fuck to do. How do I talk to him about it? If I don't know how to talk to him about it, 
I'm Listen, not going to talk to him. She's over here judging these people, and I'm just listening to her judge these people. Be aware. Listen, I'm taking, I told y'all, I listen to the source. You do. Okay, go ahead. They use physical punishment, make their children call them ma'am and she's sir. She's trying to make them sound bad because they do all these things that she thinks First are, of all, making your children call you ma'am or sir is not punishment. That, that is not abuse. Listen, <laughs> if she's in military... If yeah. that, if Ooh, she's living wait. on a military base and there's worse that, than that happening for sure that that's a common thing ma'am sir sir that's a common thing yeah uh the wife has literally shot and killed a dog before because it bit their child the number oh okay uh, this is a whole geez. other this is a whole this is all backstory of things oh that God. i don't know anything oh about the number one issue i have with them is their f- this is all caps and first of all, before I get into this, let me say that she has no issue. You're on a military base, so this is not the only time you're gonna run into this. They're fucking Trump supporters. How can you be a lesbian couple? Oh, this is a lesbian couple. How can you be a lesbian couple and actively be friends with people oh who don't think you deserve full rights and act like everything is fine? All you have in common is you both have children. This is bitterness coming through. Like, how dare you be? That's not for you to worry about. Why do you care if they're friends with people that you don't respect? You don't have to be friends with them. And it sounds like they're not even being friends with you. We're not done. This is all distraction. We're not done. I'm not the type of person to be friends with people who think that way. So it just really blows my mind that they're so close. They literally took maternity pictures together. I can't believe that I'm being replaced by these awful people. Okay. She's a child. At first I was really angry, but now I've moved on to just being sad. I've been trying to distance myself a little emotionally, but every time we hang out, I get sucked right back in. This is not a relationship, y'all. And then my feelings get hurt all over again. You know what's happening? This 22-year-old is away from their partner and is is turning this like friendship, this acquaintanceship into the dramatics of a fucking relationship mm-hmm. where it's like, I just, I get sucked back She's in. Young. I just give too She's much. Young. Oh, I know. Very young. Mm. i still like them wait a little but every time we hang out i get sucked back in and my feelings get hurt all over again when i see them doing things with these people i still like them and want to be friends with them but i feel tricked like i feel like i've given so much of myself to people who i don't know as well as i thought i would my husband is going to be deployed again soon and i'm really scared about spending six months literally completely alone what should i do about my friends am i making the right choice by trying to pull back a little what can i do to help myself survive being really alone i know this is long but i want to have give as much information as possible thank you for the wisdom and advice i love you guys and the pod P.S. I included some screenshots for you guys and more context. I would prefer you keep names and stuff anonymous for privacy screenshots reasons. Screenshots of what? These are just like memes. I don't know what this is. Oh, this is like their Facebook page. Okay. Of things no. that they've shared on their Facebook. No, no. You're paying too much attention to these people no, that you're not, not friends with. No, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. I just, people like that I don't agree with. I just, I'm not friends with them. I don't follow them. I don't talk to them. This is the thing is I don't know much about military bases or where you are what's going on with any of that but there have to be more than two people to talk to there has to be someone else to connect with that's more in a place for 22 year old that's like i don't have much going on right now and i want to feel less alone and it sounds like this woman just had a baby She's surrounded by mommy friends. You're feeling left out. That's understandable. I've been there. I've literally had a friendship end because I think they were just, you know, surrounded by people that told them what they wanted to hear, which were a lot of mommy friends. But that's for them to do. Like, that has nothing to do with you, and this is something that this person wants and who they're around with. You're too stressed and focused on, like, 
how could they be friends with someone? It don't, that's none of that is your business. Like you're following these people on Facebook and taking screen caps and it's, it, you're putting yourself in this really dramatic situation and I feel like it's honey, distracting Honey, you. you need a hobby, okay? Yeah. And your hobby shouldn't include stalking, uh, uh, over-obsessing pe- people and creating relationships and deep... Th- that's toxic behavior. Mm. That's toxic behavior. And I, I'm alarmed that you're even thinking this way and you, you have your own life your own life th- that you should be focusing on building. You're married. This is not, this is, this is, you're an adult. Mm. When you're married, you're an adult. So you need to start make, making better choices for yourself. This is, this whole thing that you're doing is not that of a woman who's, who, who is uh, understanding the, uh, the, uh, the basic, the basic um, lines of communication and, and responsibility within the communication in a relationship and you're married. Mm. Take this time while your husband is not there to focus on yourself so you can get right with yourself because all of this is extra. I don't know what you, uh, I'm not even going to respond to what you just said. It doesn't even matter because it's ridiculous. Like your life is so worth so much more than that what are you doing you don't need to be focusing on all these other people and and if you're lonely you're only all you're doing is you're putting yourself in a position where you're consistent consistently isolating yourself yeah by being around people that you don't really like that you don't really get that's only going to make you feel even more alone find your people those aren't your people and when you're talking to friends back home i bet all you're talking about is bitching about these people right so if you, those aren't your people, just be with yourself. And so your people, listen, and that's the other thing. I don't even want to say find your people. Just be yourself. Just, just live your life. You're not alone. You are loved. You have a husband who's working. You're loved. You have friends all over. You have family. Mm. Focus on those people. Yeah, keep those connections going. Like Focus. I, and if you're lonely, like I said, Go take up a class or something. Learn a skill, a trade or something. Get your mind for yourself. Yeah. All this other uh, Trump stuff and they do this and their dog, they shot a dog because of their kid. What are you talking about? Yeah. Why are you so worried about what other people are doing and how they're choosing to do it? But it's also the person that she's talking to, the people that she's talking to that are sharing these stories to her are also stuck in the same shit. Exactly. So it's the people around you. It's just not, it's obviously you're not happy and I think you need to start looking at like the energy you're letting in and that's not, it's not good. Okay. That's enough. Okay. We have another question. Well, that gave me a headache. (laughs) (laughs) Choosing my sister-in-law over my brother. Dear Michelle and Megan. My sister-in-law and I are very close, beyond close. She's like my soulmate. She and I understand each other intimately and have from the moment we met. I love her dearly and I love my nephew. I see her as my blood, even though we aren't. She is mine and I am hers. A few years ago, this is <laughs> this is like an Elizabethan romance. This is like <laughs> hey. Single female. It. This is, I love it. A few years ago, my brother cheated on her. She chose to stay with him and work through it, but I fear in my heart he has done it again. I can't say why for fear of giving away identifying factors, but I trust my gut. I'm also married and something isn't okay with him. Wait, I'm also married and something isn't okay with him. He's being shifty beyond the infidelity. My brother has been emotionally manipulative and I believe emotionally abusive towards my sister-in-law. Your your brother sounds like trash. Her mother, brother, brother. Okay. Um, so this is, yeah. So her, 
brothers cheated on this girl who uh-huh. she is her sister-in-law who she is like very close, close to with. friends okay. with and they've tried to work it out but she feels like he's cheated again and been emotionally abusive she and i have spoken about it and i've seen it with my own eyes i am um a grown-up and i can separate my relationship with my brother from his identity as his own person I'm very disappointed in the person he's choosing to be. And while I understand why he behaves as he does, we are both victims of sexual assault and child abuse. I also know that we have to make choices and be responsible for those choices, regardless of how fucked up our childhood childhood were. Point blank, my brother refuses to seek help, refuses therapy, marriage counseling, or anything at all. I love my brother and I understand why he's broken and beyond the infidelity and the ma- manipulation in his heart, I don't think he's a bad guy, but he's just fucking broken and refusing to seek help for it. I want to see him get help and grow and find peace, but neither myself nor my sister-in-law can make him do what's right for himself and his family. I'm writing to you because in a few months, my brother and sister-in-law will be moving closer to where my partner and I live. My sister-in-law and I have already discussed this and she will likely leave him when this happens. Oh fuck. She's like planning out this woman's escape. She's holding out hope that between now and that time, he will do what he needs to do to save their marriage and his own self. But she also knows that she has to plan ahead so she can take care of their child. I've spoken to my partner and we've decided to help her if she has to transition into being a single mom. As far as I'm concerned, she will always be my blood. Even if she wasn't one of my dearest friends, she's the mother of my nephew. And as such, I will always do what I can to make sure both she and my nephew are provided for and safe. I know this will hurt my brother and other family members. I don't want to hurt him and I don't want to choose sides, but I know essentially that is what I will be doing by financially or emotionally supporting her if and when she leaves him. All that said, do you have any advice for me as we face this task ahead? Any wisdom or encouragement or criticism? This is such a tender subject, but I long for some outside input and insight. It's none of his business, your your continued relationship. Your brother knows exactly why the fuck she would leave. Yeah, right. And if he can't understand why she would leave or why someone that cares about her would support her, then he doesn't fucking love her. It's, a, it's, it's two separate situations, right? Yeah. So between him and his his wife mm-hmm. and oh, three separate ways, three different relationships. There's him math. and him, him. Yeah. Him and his wife, you and your, and your brother have mm-hmm. a relationship mm-hmm. and then you have a relationship with his wife mm-hmm. that they don't all go together. That's true. <laughs> so... If they're no longer together, that shouldn't really have no effect on whether or not you're talking to him or her. Mm. Because you've created a relationship with her in the same way you've cre- created a relationship with your brother. Mm-hmm. You, you don't owe your brother loyalty because he's your brother. Especially if he's doing fucked up shit. Right. If he's you abusing don't, you someone. Don't owe him, you don't owe him anything. You're doing what he couldn't do. You're taking care of his right. wife and his nephew and you or don't his need son. To, and you don't need to talk about that. You don't need to explain. Your, you don't need to explain to your brother where and why and when you're choosing to spend your money. They have a safe place to go. And that's <laughs> all that matters. And that's yeah. all he should give a fuck about for his and kid. And if he doesn't, oh well. Then I guess, look, like I said, have his funeral in your head. Because he's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. And you know that. That's why you're helping her in this way. Because you both come from the same situation and you know enough to to heal yourself. Right. And that's what you're working on. Right. So you know your brother better than she does. So you know it, how he is. Yeah. That's why your intuition was like, I feel like, listen, you know things about your brother that she doesn't even know. That's probably why you really, really like her. You're probably so surprised that he was able to marry somebody like your sister-in-law because your brother yeah. is a piece of shit. Okay. Another question? Mm, yeah. Uh, hi, Megan and Michelle. I'm 17-year-old Aquarius. Oh, God. 
17. We have a baby writing in. How much do I need? How much do I need to take? It's a short one. How much do I need to take into account my mother's thoughts and feelings when changing my second name? Details. Changing name due to abusive father. My sister is getting married and will lose her name, as would I if I got married by traditional means. So I need help to see it from a different perspective. Wait. What changing her her no no longer keeping her dad's last name yeah so you don't want to keep your dad's last so name. don't keep your dad's last name yeah who cares what your, your mother's mom feelings your mother yeah, who cares? Uh, mom's feelings your mom your mom is in a toxic bind with your father clearly yeah your that mom, has and that has nothing to do with you guess what you know what you get a choice <laughs> and your mom keeping you in a situation where you have she has an abusive husband and you have an abusive father and the least that you want to do is change your name so you're not connected to him. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's up to you. Change your name. I say change your fucking name. Change your name. Your mom will be fine. Change it to Tanjas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll adopt you. I'm kidding. I can't even adopt myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. Um, okay. Which one do you want? Ready? Oh, God, I hate these choices. Because you always choose wrong. Give me the age. I can't see the age. I'm just looking at the titles. Okay. How to stand up for myself. Twins and scorpions. Possible liar, possible survivor. Unsure how to make a move. Or question about a sexual offer. Any of those... Uh, tickle well, your fancy yeah uh, well, there's another one how do i actively accept and appreciate compliments and other positive comments there's like a whole fucking title that just went off i don't i just see a picture there was w- oh fuck the twins and scorpions possible liar possible survivor unsure how to make but that move. one possible liar po- possible okay. survivor that one is kind of it's a long one for you <laughs> i already feel like this is only it's already dramatic you know when you're about to tell a story. Wait, that is not. <laughs> wait, are you talking to me or is that how the email starts? Okay, I changed my mind. I don't want that. We're one. in it, girl. I can't. I can't go back. It's magic. You know when you're about to tell a story. It's the way you're fucking reading this shit, Megan. How the fuck would you read? You know when you're about to tell a story and how it's going to be too much right from the jump. You know how when you're about to tell it's a your, story. The tone in your voice. Bitch, it's called theater. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I don't know why you can't respect the fucking craft considering uh, you went to goddamn school for it. Uh, you know when you're about to tell a story and you know it's going to be <laughs> too much right from the jump? That's me right now. Part of me kind of, see, the thing is, me and Michelle want to make jokes at the beginning, but we've learned in past podcasts that we'll start making jokes, and then it's like the most traumatic <laughs> fucking email. And then we're like, oop. And we're like, okay, we got to dial back. <laughs> it's constantly us putting our Nobody can hear that part. Our feet entirely in our mouths. Okay. Part of me kind of wishes that I could just, that I could, okay, could just <laughs> sit in front of you both and tell this. Okay, sometimes I leave out phrases that you all use because... It, the word is so ridiculous. They said redonkulousness. I'm not. I'm not saying redonkulousness in an email. So Aww. be wary. Michelle has talked to you all about this before. That sometimes you all use phrasing and things that it's like I start to question what the fuck you're on. First of all, and who you're talking to. Right. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Because if I gave you every detail, I think you'd be floored. Probably not. We've seen a lot of weird shit. Um, my sister Pisces. Mm-hmm. This is a Leo. I don't know. I just oh. guessed. Uh, let me see. Do they say anything? I don't think they tell us. Okay. Okay. 
My sister Pisces has two kids. When she got pregnant with her second child, she found out she found out that she has a rare type of cancer. Chemo, radiation, and clinical trials have all gone down throughout the last four years, including while she was pregnant. My fam I was a Taurus. Mm-hmm. My family and I, I'm a Taurus, by the way, have supported her this whole time, taking her uh, taking her at her word, watching her struggle, and helping out with the kids slash life whenever we could. Is this going to be like a fake cancer story? There have been a lot of shady things going on this whole time. She said she was losing her hair, but she was shaving her head when it started falling out, and it always grew back like nothing was wrong. She never wanted anyone to go to the doctor with her, but always needed babysitters to hang out with the kids. She talked about the treatments that she was getting, but if you do a bit of research online, the treatments weren't right for the particular type of cancer that she had. At the beginning of all this, this is tricky. This is, you know what, the first, you know, but here's. And and she's a Pisces, her sister's a Pisces. Before we get into it, though. Something tells me you had a reason to start looking into this stuff mm. because this has, has happened, happened before. before. Of course, people don't just become these. You don't people. just all of a sudden start looking up the the procedures your sister is going through. She's well, she was set out to not believe her sister. Yeah, so there's already something but that, there. Like the thing is that like, but then it's cancer, so it's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where yeah. it's like you can't yeah. you can't know yeah. unless you know. She talked about the treatments that she was getting, but if you do a bit of research, the treatments weren't right for the particular kind of cancer. At the beginning of all of this, my wife asked her what her doctor's name was and Googled it, and the guy was a podiatrist podiatrist two towns over. Last week, my sister had surgery to remove the cancer. She misdirected all of us, friends and family, saying that a different person was going with her to the hospital. Turns out she went to the hospital by herself two states away. Then they told me something not to read. That's in parentheses. Don't what? Okay, it's like um, it's an East Coast situation. So two states away probably isn't as dramatic as like two states away. Oh, okay, okay, oh, California. okay. So it's like maybe Jersey and, and yeah, like yeah. Rhode Island or something. Exactly. I'm okay. basically the bridge between her friends and family. So all day long, everyone was feeding me information, and nothing was adding up. My mom found out that she was out of surgery. First of all, to fake a surgery is some next level shit. If someone's gonna do that, like sociopath. My mom found out that she was out of surgery with a text message from a nurse from my sister's phone that said surgery went great. Um, so-and-so is cancer. A text message from, from her sis- sister's phone. phone. A- and it was supposed to be a nurse that a was nurse. texting that? I don't think they would do that. I would imagine they would call from the hospital, right? Yeah, they wouldn't text. Okay, they don't say. text. I was going to say. No one's like grabbing her cell phone like, okay, should we let your family? It's, it's surgery. Unless it's like she went in to get her teeth cleaned. It's, <laughs> and they were like, do you need someone to drive you home? Are you it, too loopy? It, but still, they would call. They wouldn't text. She stayed, yeah, they were called from the hospital. She stayed in the hospital for four days after having a bone removed from her body, and then she was back home with her family because insurance wouldn't cover her staying anymore. Ladies, I really feel like my sister has been lying about her rare disease this entire fucking time. Did you see a scar? Did you ask to see her scar? Yeah, I don't know. This doesn't say. No one in my family is going to believe me if I tell them how I and my wife and my sister's best friend feel about the situation. Here's the thing, though. Whether my sister has cancer or a mental disorder, she's fucking sick, and I'm not sure how I can help her. I think there are a few possibilities. Maybe she has an addiction, pain pills. She used to have a Coke problem in her early 20s, so that's not beyond the spectrum of possibility. Maybe she's leading a double life and cheating on her husband. Maybe she does have cancer, and I'm just a dickhead for thinking that she's lying. I don't think that last one is the truth, though. I'm legit open to suggestions as to how I should handle my sister and the rest of my close-knit family. I have no idea what the sweet fuck to do. Love the truth that you both spill. I'm glad that I started listening on day one. Good luck with all your endeavors, personal and professional. So much love in your general direction. And please don't use my email alias when you're reading this. I didn't. Why did they put that shit at the bottom? 
y'all gotta start putting shit at the top because I'm gonna read it and I'm what? gonna be high and I'm not gonna edit it. <laughs> I don't think you understand. I don't listen to this shit all the way through. I just click through to see if I have to add stuff. Come on, that's my job pretty much easier. it. <laughs> okay. She asked to see the scar. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean there are ways. I mean if it, I mean if it's bothering you that much and it's like affecting, like I mean yeah. if she want to lie and do drugs and do all that stuff, that's up to her. That's up to her. But um. I mean, even if there, I'll tell you as a Scorpio, there are ways of figuring that out. Okay. Well, we're not going to get into that. This is Scorpio <laughs> season. Sorry. Lord. This is, this is my thing. Is that even if you found out, what yes. are you going to go tell everybody? Like, you can't. Just let it lie. Let her lie. If she is lying about something, here's what I think. I think knowing what you know and i think that there's other stuff that's happened we, we've hinted at where there's already distrust between you and her be as removed and supportive via the phone as you probably have been because yeah. it doesn't sound like you see this person all that often because you're not the one babysitting and doing all this shit let other people take on their responsibility and at some point if she is lying about something it's going to make itself known all right and you're not going to be any worse for it because you've already removed yourself enough from the situation while still being supportive in case you are wrong. Um, but I think, yeah, hyper-focusing on that, I think that that's, that's feeding too much into what might be going on there, but might not be. Right. Um, but yeah, the fact that, I mean, it sounds like various people in this family are like being like, none of this shit adds up. And everyone's probably going off in their own direction and coming back and be like, do you think it's like a conspiracy? Like, do you think she's, has anyone seen a scar? Have we seen a <laughs> prescription? Now, I'll tell you what my Scorpio ass would do. Oh I'd be looking for prescriptions. Um, I would be, <laughs> <laughs> be looking at medicine cabinets. I would be... Megan is looking. <laughs> I would be absolutely researching the medicines She's they told me She's channeling this assassin guy. I would be... That she was. I'd be like, can I help you? Uh, do you want me to go pick up your medication for you? Can I help apply something to the wound? Do you need, I would, I would put myself in a position that anything that she was talking about, I would just be making notes, making notes, lining it up. And I would, through the, through the act of helping her pretty quickly assess what the fuck was going on. I would just let her do what she's doing <laughs> <laughs> and just watch her do it. Yeah. Just watch her do it. And, uh, if something came out, then great. If nothing came out, That's even better. Sagittarius, just. I just letting people just let people learn their lessons. All, all of them, all mm. of the people, not just your sister, even the people that she's fooling mm -hmm. or not fooling or whatever. Just I can only go for so long. Yeah. Just if that is a lie. Don't you have you have a partner like focus on your partner. Focus yeah. on that. Focus, focus on your life and your partner's life. All that other stuff is. Just be there for her. And if you feel if you if you feel like something is um fishy or whatever and that ask for yourself don't ask to reveal it to everyone. like see i told you she just i mean yeah even if you found that out you being like see i told you to everyone is not gonna do anything and if th if the person you're related to actually has something going on that is not going to help them mm -hmm. and whatever joy you think you're gonna feel like haha i told you got it wrong it's you're not gonna feel once you realize what would be behind something like that right right um yeah i got all kinds of questions about how they were brought up and everything that would yeah i got questions but <laughs> you know what i'll keep my scorpio ass mm, here that's just some. 
Okay, one more email. Ready? Oh, God. Oh. It's a short one. It's a short one. It's a short one. Okay. How to tap into energy sources besides rage. <laughs> it's the title. Oh, dear. Hello, Megan and Michelle. I spelled your name incorrectly, so this is already a... Oh, God. There's a C in there. <laughs> Incorrect. The current political climate... I... My... <laughs> Comma. My full-time grad school schedule, comma, working up to 32 hours a week to save my own apartment, comma, and living at home with very, very conservative parents has me running on anger. I get mad and write the next paper. I get mad and pick up more hours at work. I stay mad and I'm entirely impatient with my whiny ass cat who just wants attention. All this anger is getting to me and my intestines. I'm afraid if I let go of this rage, I will be too sad to function, which would drastically slow down my get out of my childhood bedroom timeline. I will graduate in May, find a full-time job and move out. But until then, I'm in this angry limbo. How can I engage with other motivating emotions to keep this pace of productivity up? And don't suggest running as an outlet for this anger. I had to run. I'm not going to. I wasn't going to say it. You should just start running. Have you ever heard me tell anyone? Wait, wait, wait. You know what you should do. Wait, wait, wait. You wait, should wait. start jogging. First of all. <laughs> don't you tell are, me. You, first oh, of oh, all. Here we go. <laughs> you are not going to write into us and then tell us what not to do. Oh, you hit a sore spot. That's not happening here. Mm-hmm. Okay, because mm-hmm. already I can sense your attitude and why you have rage and anger. Mm-hmm. You're not going to bring think, your rage and anger you here. Say, you think that you are on the the right side of good. And I promise you, you are probably just as obnoxious as your parents. <laughs> you don't write in and then tell people what not to do. This is a question and answer. We'll tell you what to do. You're asking us the questions. Ugh. Y'all are crazy. Uh-uh. That is unacceptable. There's <laughs> two more lines. And I also just filmed you, and I'm really excited <laughs> about it. Pretty fucking stoked. Uh-uh. Um, I had to run a half a block of it. Not today. From, uh, to get away from a stray dog trying to attack my dog, and I was sore for three days. We got to see this is uh, erroneous. Anyway, thanks for running such a great podcast. It really brightens my mornings. Hope your day goes just Mm-mm. as fantastic as Mm-mm. you both are. Mm-mm. Um. Well, you set Michelle off. Live in it. That's my advice. Here's the thing. It sounds like you have a plan for what you're going to do come May. It is going to feel like a long time, but it's not that fucking long. Um, I think you're doing exactly what you should be doing, which is which what, what I would do and what I've been doing recently with just, I think, sadness, is you're putting it into a place where you feel it'll be productive for right now. So you're allocating it in a way that I'm working and I'm saving up more money. I'm I'm writing this paper. I'm being productive about school. I'm doing all the things I need to do so I can get out of here. And I think I'm not going to tell you to start running or meditating or any of that shit. But I think you are entirely focused too much on what's happening in your home. And it doesn't even sound like you're there that much or that you should be. I think you need to not be there less and you need to start like staying at the library and writing your papers and shit. And just like, it's just a few months. It really is just a few months. And then you're out doing the thing that you've set out to do. You know? Well, he clearly has the answer, so he don't need to hear from me. (laughs) Apparently you are the other uh, (laughs) uh, podcast host. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh, you, this is going to be beautiful on Instagram. Thank you so much for this question. You've really uh, upped my story. And I appreciate you. I know the first person that's going to comment on this is Amon. 
<laughs> I'm sure he's gonna see always this. Always commenting first. Uh, when you're involved, I feel like a mom pops out of nowhere. If nothing gets you to write into the podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, man. I stay ready. <laughs> oh, blessings. Blessings. Oh, dear. Do you want to read another one? Are you good? Yes. Let's, 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 let's okay. try to change that mood. Okay. Oh, that's a fucking long one. Jesus. Here's a, okay, here's a short one. Hi, Megan and Michelle. I'm a 19-year-old college student and a Gemini man. I've had anxiety for many years and I've recently started taking medication for it. My anxiety has decreased significantly, but I still have that gut feeling from time to time that something isn't right and I need to leave a situation or not enter it in the first place. Sometimes I'm right and other times I'm not. How can I differentiate between a gut feeling of intuition or if it's just my anxiety clouding my judgment? Love you both. It's a quick, right to the point question. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I you mean, just, it's, I mean, you're either gonna be right or you're not. Right, it, life is about life is about lessons. So, whatever you choose is gonna be the right way for you. It's gonna be the right path for you because there's, like, your lessons are unfolding. So, so, whether you're making a decision because of it's a gut feeling or it's anxiety, you're making a decision, and that's the decision that you're trusting that you're going with. Yeah. If you find out later, oh man, I should have done it. It doesn't matter. You did the right thing. Mm -hmm. You did the right thing for yourself in that moment. You can't go back and say, oh, I, I, I did it the wrong way. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Yeah. Because there's going to be opportunity over and over and over and over and over again for you to succeed and for you to 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 somewhat seem like like you're failing, but you're not really ever failing because yeah. eventually you succeed. So it doesn't look. It's just a. It's just a merry-go-round, y'all. It's just. And you have to get off off of it. You have to get off of this this idea that you can figure out the uh, blueprint of the future for your. You, you you can't. You just can't. I've been trying for years, y'all, and it's not fucking working. It doesn't. <laughs> you can't it just do doesn't. it. As soon as you think you got to hang on something, you're like, oh, I'm feeling really good. And then boom, you wake up and you're like, shit, I thought I had it all together. And that can happen day to day. Hour to hour, I could feel really good one day, and the next day I feel like, damn, I, I, I've lost all hope. Well, you literally, we did a podcast <laughs> where you felt one kind of way when we filmed it last time we were together, mm. and you were set in your emotion, and yeah. it was it, correct. I yeah, mean, for, but you didn't have all the information. At the I time. didn't have all the information, and within a week, it had resolved itself. It did, and it, you saw it from a completely different perspective. Right, and but that's because I'm open to the fact that I could, I could be wrong. Yeah. I know that this is not going to last forever. But in the moment, you feel like, oh, man, this is going to last forever. Be messy. Be, mess be messy with it. Well, just they're, they're Gemini, so they already are. Yeah. <laughs> so just live, just live in the fact that you think that this is the end of the world. Just live like that. I think the more choices you make in general, it is like a muscle. So it's like you're going you're gonna to start to feel it in your gut and trust in it more. But up until then, if you're in a situation where like all of a sudden you don't feel safe, and you choose to leave the situation, you're never making the wrong choice. No, and if he's, this person is on medication, so it's severe. And this, the thing is that it's always kind of finicky when people say things like, you know, I, I have anxiety or depression, I'm on, I'm on medication. Mm -hmm. It's not that I don't believe that medication doesn't work, but sometimes I know that doctors, sometimes it is 
they just just hand something they out. just hand something out not really considering like maybe this p- person really just needs therapy mm-hmm. or maybe he needs to to, to, to do some something Talking to that mic baby girl i'm oh, sorry he needs to do something therapeutic like music or art or uh, whatever mm-hmm. um so you are you know we want to be gentle with what we're saying because we don't want to make it seem like this is all in his head because it's it's not it's anxiety is a real thing when it's happening and but i i keep saying anxiety and fear are liars but they're also the um hmm, they are also the the mazes in our life that help us we, we have to walk through it it's like we have to walk through it and we get to the other end you're like oh that that sucked while I was going through it. And you turn back and you're like, man, I'm glad that's over. But that wasn't so bad. Like, so it's like anxiety and fear is, 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 is important in our lives, but we just don't want it to, to lead us into self-destruction. Because mm. once it leads into self-destruction, it can get dangerous. You know, you can become suicidal or you, and if, if you ever feel like that, you need to reach out to people. You need to, there's so many hotlines. You know, if any of you guys uh, you know, I, I don't make this dark and grim and stuff like that. But if every guys you feel that way, where you feel the darkness overcoming, and over, don't write into us. Don't do that. Don't we won't ri- get to it quick enough. Yeah, don't write into us. That's an emergency. That is something that if you feel unsafe with yourself, you know, there are y- a few different ways to go about yeah, it. Yeah, don't don't write into us because we're first um, of all we're not doctors and we don't know how to handle this. But what I will say is that if you're on medication and handling your anxiety. Just accept the fact that there are some times you're going to have to sit with yourself and you're making decisions based on whatever. Just go ahead and make the decisions. You don't need to wonder if, if it was the right decision or if it was the wrong decision. It's right for you. It's right for you. You feel in danger. Yeah. You're it doesn't mo- matter. You're moving yourself. That's the biggest thing that you can do because and it's better that you remove yourself from something right. and miss out on it and p- p- potentially not get hurt. Then you throwing yourself into anything and then you have no discernment for what's good. You're going to learn. You're going to learn the lesson. So Um, I was also going to say there's the crisis text line. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, but you can go to uh, crisis text line dot org or yeah, crisis text line dot org. But I like I met with this company once and they were really, really cool because it's like you can text with them. Mm. So you can text seven, four, one, seven, four, one. It's connect. Okay. And you can talk to someone if you're going through something and they respond to you and it's anonymous. So it's not like it would pop up on your phone a certain way or whatever. And it's just like someone to talk to in the moment when it's an emergency and you're going through it that can either help talk to you through it and deal with it or connect you with people that can take it to the next level. And that's, and like I said, this is not assuming that this person is suicidal. No, 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 just in general. Yeah. If any of you you are feeling This is just a topic that I I feel is really important, especially when you're you're transitioning into an adulthood. Sometimes it can get really, really difficult. Mm. And, um, you know, these days people are just taking, uh, giving people prescription for every, everything. Mm. And, uh, well, like I said, while it helps, um, sometimes um, oh, just the delicate nature of it is. is that that me? was me. Oh, sorry. The delicate nature of it is when you guys call in and you say, I'm on medication. I always take that into account because I'm not a doctor and mm-hmm. I don't know how severe your anxiety is. We're doctors in different ways. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, 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 I have anxiety and depression and I 
I wasn't clinically depressed, but I was severely depressed and I went to a doctor mm-hmm. and everything like that. But I didn't go on medication. Yeah. But that was because my mind was in a they you know I was, my mind was in a place where I was still safe with myself. Mm. Um so if you're on medication, and um, that doesn't mean that you're not safe with yourself, it just means that you're having a really really difficult time. And so if medication is helping, then you should take medication. Mm-hmm. On top of that, regardless of whether you're on medication or not, we all suffer from some sort of anxiety or panic to some degree. And when it happens, it sucks. It really does. There's nothing that we can do about it. I say just accept that sometimes your anxiety, your anxiety and fear will take over and you will make, you will make decisions based on your fears, based on your anxiety. But you're supposed to because that's life. Mm-hmm you're not always going to choose. You're going to find your way out of it. Right. You're not always going to choose the last part of the lesson as the correct answer. It's just not going to happen. So just, just be easy. Just breathe. At some point you're going to be right side up. Right. And you You just need to hold on for it. You have to breathe. You have to remind yourself that it's okay. Cause the panic of what decision I make, that's, that's where it comes from. It's like, I hope I made the right decision. I hope this isn't, Oh God. Mm Mm-mm. Just make your decisions. Just make yeah. your decisions and, and then let it go and move on. And if it comes back around, you make another decision. You let it go. You move on. If it comes back around, this is this is what life is until you learn, until you are um, humbled. That's how it goes. It's just it's a groundhog day. I'm tired. <laughs> it's <laughs> exhausting. Listen. You're like falling asleep in a chair right now. No, <laughs> I, I'm just like I'm in a zone. You are. You're in the podcast. But that dude zone. woke me up with his "Don't tell me to run." That uh-uh. <laughs> that, that that awoke from the slumber. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, you know what? We're at the end of another podcast. Uh, listen, if you if you enjoy us, I would appreciate you subscribing on iTunes, Spotify, all those fun places. No, no lies detected. Leaving a review if you want. But also email us, no lies detected at gmail.com. You can send a voice note in. Uh, I forgot the number already because I'm an asshole. But it'll be in the liner notes of the podcast and all the other episodes. Uh, so you can call into that. And uh, Michelle likes to hear your voices. I'd like to hear your pretty voices. You can find me at mm-hmm. Megan Tonj is the most things M-E-G-H-A-N-T-O-N-J-E-S <laughs> cannot stand you it's fine I'm Michelle Moore M-I-S-H-A-L-M-O-O-R-E on everything and mm. uh, that's it that's right? it uh, have, have fun bitch <laughs>